Welcome to There is an Angel for That. Over the next hour, Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson will help encourage you to explore your spiritual side to achieve transformation by delving into the spirit realm of angels and archangels. Now, here is Yvonne. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show, There is an Angel for That. My name is Yvonne Cote. I am your host. As well, joining me is my amazing co-host, Carolyn Dickinson. Hey, Carolyn, how are you doing today? I'm doing great today, and I'm so excited because we have a whole bunch of co-hosts in our room today, right? We do. Yeah. First time for everything, right? That's right. So today is our first ever town hall podcast, which means that we have a group of amazing folks in here today that are very talented. They're mediums in their own rights. They have a lots of different gifts and talents going to be joining us in conversation today about all things angels, spiritual experiences, and all the places in between. Mm-hmm. That sounds like so much fun. So, so I know we already, oh, sorry. Oh, I just wanted to talk to you, Yvonne, about some things that you have going on right now, because I know that you're getting ready to start a new program, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about that for a quick second. Um, so for me, I I think a lot of people who do know me know that I was doing a lot of one-on-one sessions before, a lot of readings. I do a lot of work with colors. I was doing a lot of numerology readings. I, was, I just do a lot of stuff. I had all these beautiful modal- modalities and Reiki. And so just this huge thing. And what happened was I started to notice working with clients. They're like, oh, I want to learn that too. And, oh, I want to learn that too. And, oh, I want to learn that too. But we weren't really going in a particular order that we probably should have been going in. And so I decided to create a program, which I never thought I would do. Um, But I did. I've spent a lot of time working on it. It's called Celestial Soul Mastery. And so I have created this beautiful, it's going to be a six month, I call it a transformational program, where a lot of the students and people I've been working with, we're going to start from the top and we're going to work our way through all the steps that I went through when I was going through my transformation, when I first found out I had a spiritual awakening and all the questions that they have. And at the end, we actually go into Reiki. So we start from, you know, just clearing out the old, we work the way through the pillars that I created, and then we get more into learning uh, how you can use a lot of the natural things like moon cycles, colors, numbers, and how these things can actually change your life and you can program your life around them. And then, like I said, we kind of end with more of the Reiki where we bring in the self-healing. So I'm super excited, um, just in the process of getting it launched and ready. And I we're going to have a November rollout. So I have been spending hours <laughs> uh, creating and doing marketing and all this kind of fun stuff that I'm not normally used to doing, but uh, getting in and doing. So kind of out there. And while all that's been going on, um, I am in an anthology of a book. So I have that going on in the background. I actually have two books going on right now. Uh, One of them has been delayed. So it's a little bit of a process um, getting things out. So that one was called the learning through pain. And I was so excited to be a part of that book because they really wanted to hear my journey. 
and what I went through and how I struggled with, you know, social isolation way prior to COVID, you know, when I had my awakening and I had panic and anxiety and I couldn't leave my house. And so they really wanted to get that into the book and, and explain that and help people understand what I went through. And then the second uh, book that I have now joined and signed up on, which is really brand new, is called My Mess is My Message. And I talk about I love that. How how, you know, my journey and no, my journey wasn't perfect. And mm-hmm. no, there were stumbling blocks and there are always, you know, things do come up. Like today, having no internet but still trying to do things. We always have challenges. But what do you do to adapt and overcome and go through? So I'm really excited to be a part of that as well. So lots of new things coming in for me this year. That's really exciting. And I know that you're a great teacher. And if you, where can they, where can listeners find that information about your program? Actually, right now it's just being built and created, but you can still reach out to www. There is an angel for that. And the landing page that should be up and running next week is going to be www.thecelestialsoulmastery.com. And that's where I'll have all the information about it. So I'm really excited because I'm excited to teach all those fun, fun modalities. I'm excited for you to do that too. I And I can't wait to see it happen. I'm really excited about the writing part because that's been coming for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And now you have two opportunities. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So let's start by asking some questions. So for the listeners, we have several people in the room with us, we're going to be talking with them and just using first names and maybe their last initial. And so who would like to help us start talking about when did you know that you had a gift? How did your medium show up, mediumship show up for you in your life? I will start it off. So uh, for me, um, just a brief summary, just as a child, as a teenager, as a young person in my 20s, always, always believed in spirit being present in my life. Um, And I think that's simply because of the family and school situation I was raised in. And um, there was a moment when I was in my early 30s, And I had just moved to my very first home that my husband and I purchased. It was a big deal. I was decorating it. And I was um, in our bedroom and I was setting up a new duvet and, you know, very, very happy with our new space. And in that moment, I felt the presence of my grandparents. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but I knew they were there. And I could feel their energy present with me. And in that moment, I started talking to them. And I feel that they simply were around throughout my life at different points. And they they knew this was a very special moment. And they wanted to be there and celebrate and recognize it. So from that moment, I knew that um, it's possible to speak with people that you love that are not physically present. It took me... um, quite a long time to actually start really seriously learning the practice of doing it from um, people who have taught fabulous courses. Um, And I'm still learning and I think I will continue to learn for all my days. 
how to do this, but that was the, the thing that really, really sparked my journey. So thanks for letting me share that. I'm really uh, interested in hearing everyone else's experiences. I think that's a really beautiful way that you shared that. And um, who would like to, who would like to contribute? Go ahead, Diane. Well, when um, I was growing up, mediumship, I didn't even know existed. I was a Baptist in Oklahoma. (laughs) So it wasn't until I became an adult that I even realized this was even a possibility. Um, So the the moment in time for me was when uh, my dog got lost and my dog just brings tears to my eyes, to my heart. Um, She was my soulmate. And for her to be lost, because uh, I had taken her to my grandmother's house, it's a, a situation of circumstances that happened. Anyway, she got out of my grandmother's backyard. And so my kids and I looked for hours for her, calling her, calling her, and nothing and so I just prayed because I was a Baptist in, in this without knowing mediumship. And I said, God, where is she? And I got a vision in my third eye, which now I know what that is. But then I didn't know what was happening. And it was her in the Masonic Lodge Temple parking lot. And I said, kids come on, let's get in the car. We're going to try one last place before we go home. And we drove up and there she was in the parking lot. And she was so happy to see us. She was going to just jump through the window to get back in the car with us to go home. And then I, decades later, I didn't know what that was. Decades later, um, I had a reading with a, a medium, and it, it could have been Judith. Judith is here. It might have been Judith. I, I had that feeling. And she said, um, your grandfather brought through this picture to you of your dog. And then I connected because that my grandfather, you know, lived with my grandmother. And she... um So anyway, that made me realize there's people, there's people, there's (laughs) spirits on the other side that come through to us with messages. And that is the beginning of all of this for me. It was very, um, so grateful for for mediumship. Yay. Diane is an amazing uh, medium in her own right. And she is very passionate about animals, having hosted a fundraiser for the Humane Society where she lives. If you guys go to my website and Facebook, that information will keep flowing when the next one is available. So thank you, Diane, for the work that you do. And thank you so much for sharing that information with us. I do have a question for you. So what happened with you, because I grew up Baptist too. So how did you reconcile being a Baptist and mediumship? How did that, how did that work itself out? Well, I, 
I realized religion did not resonate with me because I tried different ones and, and nothing resonated with me. So I completely dropped religion. I know it's good for some. It wasn't good for me. And through my own path, direct path of God to just me, going down that path, I, I kept unfolding more awareness, more consciousness, more alignment with my heart and my mind and with God or all that is, whatever your name is. And so everything else when dissipated, everything else went to the peripheral and floated away. And that's how I aligned with that, is just by allowing everything else to drop away. And I hope that answered your question. Beautifully, beautifully done. Thank you so much. And we have another Diane H that's going to be sharing with us now. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm going to share my second spiritual experience because I feel the first one was, I was very young. I was a child. I was um, probably three years old when I knew there was something. We're going to, I'm so sorry, Dan. We're going to take That's a okay. short break. Okay. And we'll be right back and continue on with the conversation. Join angel medium and spiritual mentor Yvonne Cote along with medium, counselor, and teacher Carolyn Dickinson as they explore the realm of spirits, angels, and archangels. This journey will have you open to new possibilities and encourage your own spiritual exploration so that you too can implement or build and strengthen your daily spiritual practices in order to achieve some form of transformation. There is an angel for that. Weekly episodes available on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, ready, Carolyn? <laughs> yeah, okay. we're ready now. Thank you so much. So the my second spiritual experience, as and like Diane, I was raised not a Baptist, but a Catholic. But I always knew there was, I always had faith. And it wasn't connected to religion. It was connected to knowing that God existed and there was something other than humans. And I was in an orphanage for a bit because my mother was mentally ill in a hospital. And I remember there being a picture of Christ on the wall because it was a Catholic orphanage. And I remember going to see my mother in the hospital and feeling that she was not going to make it. And I remember praying that my mother get better. And I saw the picture of Jesus light up on the wall. And I knew my mother yeah. was going to be okay. And my mother told me years later that when she was lying in bed, there was a crucifix in the room and it lit up for her in the hospital. And she said, I have to get better. So that was my first sort of awakening, knowing that there was much more out there and that spirit and, and um, the other world existed. Wow. 
my my hair and my arms are standing up. Yeah. I've had other ones, but that was to me the first, well, the second one, and it, it meant a lot. And I also have heard angels singing when I've been so exhausted that I can't even move. And I've heard them singing. So they do sing. <laughs> That's my experience. So thank you for the opportunity, Carolyn, and everyone to share. Oh, you're very welcome. But now that you've opened up the door to talk about angels, which we love, <laughs> right? You've heard them singing. Have you ever seen them? I can't say that I have. I feel I have, but I can't say physically that I know that. But I do know they exist. I do know that. Yes. And I have heard them, like I said, singing. And it's a very unusual thing. Sometimes, you know, you think you're crazy. Yeah. But then when it happens again, you know, well, maybe I'm not so crazy. <laughs> and it's nice to have other people verify sometimes the things that you feel, see, and hear. Exactly. That's so amazing. I have not heard an angel sing, but maybe one day I will. But it's, I hear it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. I have to, it was beautiful. I was about 14 when it first happened. And it is a very unique and um, just such an experience, such a feeling. Right. Um, but also you think, like I said, you think you're nuts until you hear it again. And then, you know, no, you're not nuts. <laughs> So it is beautiful. It's an it's a sound that I can't even describe. Yeah. That's what we hear a lot when I've talked to many people who had the same thing. And I asked that question, like, well, what was it like? And they said, I just, I can't, I, you know, I, I just, I can't. And I understand that because sometimes when we do like even a mediumship reading and people yeah. ask, well, what is that feeling? I, it's so hard to put into words to describe uh, what yeah. you're feeling or what you, you know what I mean? And yeah. to try to explain it to somebody, sometimes they're just like, I don't understand. So, but I'm hoping one day I'll put that out to them. I'm, I'm I can open. say it's a high pitch sound, mm -hmm. but not an irritating sound, a soft, beautiful, high pitch sound. Mm -hmm. And it, that's all I can say. It's a beautiful, you know, high, high pitch can be very irritating, but it's not like that at all. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. When they communicate with me, I get, usually it's the right ear um but it's not it, i just know it, it it sounds like you're in an airplane and it plugs up a bit and it gives me a, a really and i had to tell them to turn it down a little so now i just get a little in there but i know mm -hmm. stop what i'm doing unless i'm driving um but stop because there's mm -hmm. usually there's a message in there for me so yeah but yeah that's my only experience with <laughs> not, not singing which brings up another scary. question i'm sorry I said, thank you for sharing. Yeah, Thank you. Which brings up another question. But before we move on to this next question, anyone else, would, would anyone like, else like to share their, how they knew they were a medium story? Okay. Messages in the music. Would someone like to share about that? How often does that happen to you where you hear a song over and over and over again in your head and you think, why won't that song leave me alone? Mm -hmm. Anybody have experiences like that and what happened? I have to say, I get those experiences quite a bit. Um, and this might sound really weird. And I'm sorry for saying this out loud, but 
in the shower, <laughs> a lot of times that's as soon as I get in there, I don't know what it is with that being in the beautiful water and, you know, I always do Reiki over the tap, but I always, music comes to my mind right away in there, certain songs. And then I, sometimes I know a little bit about the song, but I don't know the whole song. And then I sometimes go look for the lyrics to see what the message was. And sure enough, by the end of the day, when I go to journal, there was something in those lyrics that was pointing me in a direction that day. So it's it's been amazing. But usually it's in the shower in the morning. <laughs> and and for me, it's usually right as I'm getting ready to fall asleep, I'll get that. And then I wake up in the morning with the same song playing in my head. And then I go, okay, I'm not paying attention. So I need to pay attention. So Judith, why don't you share with us? Thank you. Um, usually what happens is when I'm driving, <laughs> like I'll just get this feeling that I've got to turn the radio on and I'll turn it on and there will be a song and it'll just be lyrics that reinforce how I'm feeling that day, you know, and, and it's happened so many times. I can't really think of an exact example at the moment, but it's usually an uplifting uh, message for me. And I really appreciate that. Cause I mean, I can get down to myself once in a while. And uh, so, as I say, I just hear like, you know, turn the radio on. So I'll push it on. And then this particular passage will come on. And as I say, it's always uplifting. And, you know, and I say, thank you. And sometimes what happens too, is I'll get a an urge to uh, turn the radio on and a favorite song of my my dad's or, you know, somebody, you know, who is close to me comes on the radio. So, I mean, in that way, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fortunate and I'm grateful. <laughs> Thank you. And we're grateful for you, Judith, because you always bring so much love and light wherever you go. And this is the Judith that Diane was talking about who did the amazing reading for her when she was looking for her pet. Okay. Diane H., I don't get music and messages for myself, but when I do readings, sometimes I'll get music and hear things for other people. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the sun will come out tomorrow, things like that. I will hear that, but I have not experienced it for myself. So that's my experience with hearing music. It's always for somebody else. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Thank you, Diane. Thank you. Hey, TC, nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. Hello, everyone. So, as you know, I have quite a bit of experience with music and playing for our church. But what happens so often is that uh, we book a speaker. We don't know what the speaker is going to talk about. And I choose the songs for the service. And inevitably, they're, they're um, in line with what the speaker is um, sharing that day. The other thing that often happens, and I'm always more amazed by this, is that someone will come up after the service and say, I absolutely needed to hear that song. And there was a particular one that was was either um, they needed to hear it because it connected them with someone in, in the spirit world for them, or like some folks have said here, they've woken up with that that song in their minds. And of course, Jim and I are connected often that way. He'll say to me, oh, it's funny you chose that song. I woke up with it this morning. I love, love coincidences, those synchronicities, not coincidences, synchronicities. 
Yeah. And music is such an important part of what you do. So for our listeners, TC is a, she's a reverend. She's a, has an amazing, beautiful voice. She does speaking. She's also a medium. So all of those things, music is kind of a really important tool that you use just in your daily work. It is. And I've learned over the years that music and mediumship have a similar premise of you just need to surrender. You just need to allow that force of the spirit world to work through you for both the music and the mediumship. Beautifully said. Thank you so much. Welcome. Joanne. Yes, like Judith um, had mentioned earlier, I hear songs that come as a synchronistic event. The lyrics are very often in line with what's on my mind, and I pay a lot of attention to those lyrics, and they'll seem to stay with me for quite quite a time. Um, I One moment that really was uh, profound was my sister-in-law had passed, and her favorite place to be was their family home in Florida, and I was with my brother and my two nephews uh, shortly after she passed. And we were going somewhat as a tribute to her to spend some time in her favorite place. And as we were driving on the highway, her favorite song came on the radio. And of course, I told everyone, stop, listen, listen, do you hear this? And um, after we heard it, this is so hard to believe, but the um, radio announcer said, wow, how did that song come up on our playlist? I hadn't set it in line to come up and play today. That threw us over the top with, that was definitely um, our sister-in-law letting us know she was with us because we were hearing her favorite song on the radio and somehow spirit, she as she did, she intervened and made that happen. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Join angel medium and spiritual mentor Yvonne Cote along with medium, counselor and teacher Carolyn Dickinson as they explore the realm of spirits, angels and archangels. This journey will have you open to new possibilities and encourage your own spiritual exploration so that you too can implement or build and strengthen your daily spiritual practices in order to achieve some form of transformation. There is an angel for that. Weekly episodes available on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking to our amazing panel. I almost want to say experts today, and I think I will say experts today. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a room full of amazing mediums and spiritual people that have experienced lots of stuff. Everybody has come from a different kind of background and understanding, but there's still that center kind of that centeredness about mediumship and why it's important in your life. We all have a similar feeling about the integrity of it 
And so I do have a question. And I know that uh, one of our attendees, Deb, brought up this question. So I'm just going to throw it out to the group and see what you think. And the question is, when we pass to the spirit world, and we have made our transition, and we do our life review, do the angels point out to us when they have intervened in our life? What do you think? Does that happen? What do you think about a life review? What do you think about the afterlife? Phoenix? I personally don't think that they bring it up because we're, for me at least, I've learned to not judge others because it's not my job. Okay. And it's can- not my job to say, here I stepped in. Why didn't you do that? Okay. Well, that brings up a good question. So when you're in the spirit world and you're in the afterlife, do you think it's about showing you what you did wrong? Or do you think it's about healing and showing you what you did right? Healing and showing what we did right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing. Dana. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm not sure where I land on this. I don't know, but I can say that I had a beautiful reading recently where the medium brought through my great aunt and she was explaining to me that when she crossed over, she was shown like a bunch of like a big map with puzzle pieces. And it was like, she was able to see how everything came together, but she was also able to see different choices she could have made Mm -hmm. and how those would have happened. Mm -hmm. And, And she was able to see all the possibilities and how they fit together. And it was sort of like the message to me was, you know, look at all your options. Don't be so hard on yourself, but be cognizant of the fact that you may get there one day and be like, wow, I could have done 10 different other things mm-hmm. as a learning that scared the heck out of me in a way, but, and then it was just really cool. But that, that was sort of my experience with that. That's beautiful. Thank you. How about you, Diane? Well, I'm just going to say I'm not 100% sure of anything, and I don't think any of us can ever be until we get there. Yeah. But I'm going to talk about near-death experience. When you have a near-death experience, your life, every second of your life flashes before you so quickly, you see everything. So as a near-death experience, yes, they will let you know exactly every moment of your life and when they helped. Because I can say that from my experience. But when you pass, I would assume that it would be kind of the same thing, just like a review, good, bad, whatever it was. Right. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thank you. So I I don't do know that, Yvonne, you've had a near-death experience as well, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Is that kind of in alignment with what you believe? Y- yeah. I mean, like, like Dan just, I, I can't say 100% for sure anything, but what I can speak of is my experience as well. And I know I was not following the proper life path. And my experience was really weird because when I came out of it, 
um, a lot of things were very different for me. And I didn't know words, and I don't even know if I should bring this up today, but I will anyways, because this is an open forum, but words like walk-ins and words of, you know, I don't think I was following my right path. And I don't think the person that I was when I had my near-death experience is the person who I am today. I think I wasn't able to handle what I came here to do and um, a different I, I, I a, a different part of me has somehow it, it reincarnated, somebody else kind of came in, it's still me. Um, I still have my memories, but I can tell you things were different. Things I didn't used to like, I kind of like now, or um, just colors, like food, all sorts of different things changed. And I had no idea what that was about. And I just believe that at that moment, the angels, I do believe my guardian angel came to me that day, just before I fell down and hit my head. I believe that was her. And that was her saying, we're hitting the reset button here for you. And I know when mm -hmm. I tell that to a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'm not sure. And I'm like, I can't be 100% sure. But when I meditate and when she's with me, she's very clear, like, no, we needed to get you on this path. You just weren't doing what you were supposed to do. And so... Um, I believe they started pointing things out to me even now in this world. And I believe I work very closely with Archangel Jeremiah on that. And I believe he very much shows me. And when I see a dark, deep purple, dark, dark, dark purple color around, I usually know that he's trying to tell me things and show me things. And um, so I believe my experience was, um, I do believe that they were trying to tell me it's okay but how do you go from being a director of human resources and switching over to do something else, brought up Roman Catholic, afraid to tell people who you are. So it was a very um, scary transition, but I do believe they were there to say, we're here to help you and guide you. Uh, so, and I do believe when we die at some point, I do believe they go through and show you how my angels have come to me in meditations. And I'll show you this. When I was a kid, we used to have these books uh, that my mom would buy me and it would say, if you want to take path one, go to page 32. But if you want to do this, go to page 56. And they kind of showed me this book. And they said, there's so many different paths that you can take. What path do you want to go? And I kind of, what Dana was saying, it's these, you know, all the different things. They showed me a long time ago when I was young and I believed in John Edwards. They tried to put mediums in front of me. I went, oh, I'm Catholic. I can't do that. So I moved away from it. So I do believe that there were things that were put in front of me at a young age. And I mean, I saw auras as a kid, but I didn't know. And when I told people I saw colors, my family shut me down. So I pushed all that away. So, you know, to go back now, I think things could be really different if I would have maybe spent more time. But I mean, back in those days, we didn't have internet. I didn't know, right? I didn't know. So right. all I can do now is work with my angels. And they say, now you're on the right path. Just keep going. You know, it's really interesting because we've talked about this before, how all of us has had things in our lives that change the trajectory of our lives. Mm -hmm. And it's usually around um, spiritual growth and development and how it's changed our lives, but we still have to choose it. So you still, you still have a choice no matter what. So thank you for sharing that, Yvonne. Judith? Okay. Um, again, I can only speak for my own personal beliefs based on my experiences in life. So as I say, I mean, everybody's going to have a different, you know, viewpoint, because we're all different. But for me, I feel that when I pass, it's going to be a celebration, mm -hmm. you know, of, of the life I've had. And I, I believe that we will lead our um, 
our reviews, shall we say, only because um, I, I, I'm just not comfortable with the idea of being judged. And I think as, you know, I will say I lead the, the uh, review, shall we say, and, you know, what worked and what, you know, I felt I could work more on. I feel that everybody will be there, my angels, et cetera, to reinforce what I've said or to remind myself of something. Because I do believe that our souls know everything, but I also feel like our minds are finite. So, I mean, we can't remember absolutely everything, whereas our souls do believe or, or do remember everything. And that is like our storage container, shall we say. But yeah, as I say, I mean, I have to admit, I'm very curious to see what is actually going to happen. But I, I also know I've got other things I've got to do here first, but I'm very curious. <laughs> yeah, not that you're in a hurry or anything, but right. I gotcha. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Dana, did you have something you wanted to share? Okay. Okay. Just a, we had a little hand raising incident here. Not, not a big deal. Okay. So one of the things that, you know, I've had a couple of really interesting experiences, but I have to say that I'm not sure what happens on the other side, other than I only know that when spirit comes through in a reading, whether I'm doing a reading or if spirit's coming through for me to teach me something, show me something, I'm just aware of the love. But I have to tell you that I have had an experience of like a past life flash where I saw my past lives very quickly that sort of like reminded me what Diane H was saying about things happening very quickly and seeing when she had their near death experiencing, seeing those things very quickly. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know what that meant, but I, because of that experience, I'm like, okay, well, I believe in past lives because I've had the experience, right? I just know that because of the information that spirit brings through to us with love and in our messages and our readings and the work that we do, there's no doubt in my mind that that's not a loving, wonderful place when we do pass that we will get to, but we're also not in a hurry to go. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that because of our work with spirit, we become more, we become more, uh, more grateful for the life that we do have. So let's take a short break and then we'll be right back. Join angel medium and spiritual mentor Yvonne Cote along with medium, counselor, and teacher Carolyn Dickinson as they explore the realm of spirits, angels, and archangels. This journey will have you open to new possibilities and encourage your own spiritual exploration so that you too can implement or build and strengthen your daily spiritual practices in order to achieve some form of transformation. There is an angel for that. Weekly episodes available on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Many of us in this room today are mediums. And so we're going to play a practice game. It's called Psychic Hot Potato. 
and the participants have agreed to just connect with somebody in our group and do a quick reading for them. And then we're going to move on. So Yvonne, why don't you start us off? I can't even see who's all on the screen um, just because of my little. Okay. Um, um, so maybe someone else should go because I I can't see. I don't know who I don't know who's on my screen. I only see me and okay. one other person. Okay. Sorry, right. I'm not used to being on a phone. I'm used to being <laughs> on a computer. Okay, Yvonne, why don't I just give you someone? Because, okay, okay sure. so do a quick real reading for Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay, let's go with Phoenix. Just tapping into your energy. I have your permission to tap in. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the first thing I want to get one minute or less, the first thing I feel, Phoenix, when I tap in with you, I just want to go and then go, I just feel like you have had a lot going on. I just want to breathe a sigh of relief. Okay. That's the first thing that I kind of feel. I feel like cat in the hat syndrome. I feel like um, many hats, like, um, like the Dr. Seuss one, like all those little layers on there. I just feel like you've had a lot going on. I just feel like you um, it's go, go, go. I also kind of, what I'm sort of seeing in my mind is like a fish in a fishbowl. So I feel like you've been frantically going around doing a lot of things. I don't know if this is what you have going on or not, but um, I guess I should give you a chance to say. But what I do want to say in all of that as well is even though I feel things are so busy and so frantic, um, I also feel like um, I'm seeing like lots of fours coming in. I feel like there's going to be some stability coming in. Things are going to settle down. So if you have been really busy, um, this, this take a deep breath, this, ooh, things are going to quiet down, calm down. Um, cause I just feel like it's just been a really busy time. I don't know if that resonates. I, I know you're muted, but or, I think you're shaking. I think I can see you and I think you're shaking. Yes. Okay. She's shaking yes, her head. Well, yes. Really yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go next and I am being drawn to Diane. So Diane, when I step in with you, the first thing that I'm getting with you is this new feeling. I've got new, new, new. And so I know that you're incredibly talented, gifted, and you do a lot of different things, but I feel like there's an area of your life now where you're branching out into more things. And I do get a sense of writing with you. Does that make sense? Are you talking to me? Diane B. Diane B. Okay. Yes, that's true. And I feel like my sense with you is if it hasn't happened yet, I feel like there is a book that you're working on or have thought about doing. Does that make sense to you as well? Yes, but nobody knows this. Yeah, okay, well, now that everybody knows. So <laughs> now it has to happen because now it's a fact, right? Because now it's out in the universe, you put it out there. And my sense with you is, is that it's almost like as you're creating this this book, there's little different things and areas that you're branching out with that include things like maybe a class or a healing element, but it's all kind of working together. Does that make sense to you? Yes, a class. Okay. Well, you're on the right track. I know this message is meant for you today just to encourage you and validate what you're doing. And that, yes, I feel like also that you realize that you're getting a lot of help with this, correct? Yes, my angels are helping me. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I was just going to tell you, I just started 
with the writing also besides a book, working on my PhD in metaphysical sciences. So hardly nobody knows that either. Congratulations. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're, you're just on it doing so many new things. New, new, new. Thank you. Thank you. All right. TC. So I feel like I'm connected with Kiala. And so may I connect with you, Kiala? Thank you. So uh, Carol Ann talked about writing, but I also feel as though they're writing here, but not in the sense of a book. I feel as though you're um, a journaler. And I feel as though you your journal, not just your thoughts, but I feel as though the, the journal contains poems that resonate with you. Would that be correct? It's not correct. Okay, then I'm maybe not with you. So let me just see if I'm with someone else on the, in the group. I feel as though I just have this strong sense of there being journaling and not only your own thoughts, but also journaling poems. Does anyone else understand this? Joanne understands. And uh, Joanne? I think Phoenix does too. And Joanne, interestingly enough, I felt like I was connected with you before I started. So there we go. That's me not trusting. <laughs> That's funny. So Joanne, thank you for, for taking that. And I feel as though I, like I, as I'm talking about this, I feel like I have a big smile on my face because I not only write, but I also feel as though you, you go back and you read you read this stuff like it's not just a matter of writing it and putting it aside i feel like you go back and you read it okay and there are times there are times when you you read the information and and some of it makes you sad but there's other times that it absolutely elates you because there's there are poems that you've written oh there's two things there there's poems of other people's that you've written down, but I feel like there are poems that you've written. Is that correct? Um, okay, yes. I haven't been writing poetry recently. That is in the past. But, you've, but, but you have written poetry before. And I feel as though yes. there are times where you go back over this poetry and, and you smile at where you were at that time. And then I feel like I feel like the poetry that you wrote in the past is like a um um what's the word a, a, a mile marker? I'm not too sure that's the right a milestone. Word. A milestone where you can see when you look at your life now, you can see how far you've come. Yes, that would be true. And I'll leave that with you. Thank you so much, Daisy. You're welcome. Thank you, everybody. Was there anyone else that wanted to participate in Psychic Hot Potato? All right, we're getting, we're getting, uh, Joanne, you have a quick one. Kayla, am I saying your name correctly? Okay, I was just drawn to you. Um, and I would like to say that I felt that um, you very recently had a craving to spend more time on your own. And I feel that um, that that is something that you're feeling you need to do to energize you at this time. And I'm feeling that you're also aware that there's a number of things that are zapping energy from you at this point in time. And you're feeling that 
your your health is a little bit on a low right now. Would that be true? Yeah. Yes. And 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 I just feel that for you right now, having more time to retreat to yourself and to nurture yourself in whatever way that is, um, is a very good thing for you right now. And I'll, I'll just leave that with you. Thank you for letting me work with you. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for being here today and joining in the conversation. It's been a joy and a privilege to have all this talent in the room. Yvonne, I will send it to you. Yes. So I just want to say exactly what she said. Thank you. This was so cool having, uh, we've never done this before. So just thank you for everybody for coming, taking time out of your busy Saturday. I so appreciate it. I love the energy in the room. You're all such beautiful souls. And thank you to our listeners. I really hope that this show has been inspirational and helpful for you. Thank you for everyone joining us. We're really looking forward to seeing you again right here on There's an Angel for That, Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Angel blessings to you all, and I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of There is an Angel for That. If you enjoyed today's show, please join us next week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, we wish you a beautiful week.